My name is Tina, and I am the creator of the podcast and YouTube channel, Blessed and Beautiful Homestead. I love to share from scratch recipes, homeschool life inspiration, our homesteading journey, and just all things life with you. This is a space where we are going to get down and dirty, raw and unfiltered about motherhood, marriage, our culture, and our spiritual pursuit as believers. Thank you for joining me today. I am so glad you're here, and my hope is that I can be a blessing to you. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the show. How's everybody doing this morning? I hope you are well. I am in my office with my cup of coffee uh, getting this podcast out to you guys this morning because I've got a slam-packed day. Um, We've got our live stream, our monthly live stream at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on the YouTube channel. And I really feel like this information is extremely important. So I wanted to make sure to get it out to you before the weekend. So without further ado, let's go ahead and just jump right into this. You guys, I have some information here that I want to share with you. Now, first, I want to say, as you guys pretty much know, I am not a medical doctor. However, I am a mama on a mission over here. Um, and I have been digging, uh, this, as you could tell from the title, we are talking about the new FDA approved vaccine for Pfizer and the quote unquote mandate that immediately came out after that approval was announced last week. Um, you guys know we're a military family. Joe is set to retire in exactly one year from right now. And um, we have a lot of reasons why we are not going to be taking this vaccine. And I want to preface this with saying um, we are not anti-vaxxers. We've never been anti-vaxxers. Joe and I are 100% vaccinated. We were when we were children going to school. We got uh, vaccinated when we both went to boot camp. And our children are also vaccinated. So I've had a little bit of opposition from some of the few nasty subscribers that I have over on my YouTube channel um, that are saying things like, oh, why why is this a problem? Why is this a hill that you're willing to die on? I mean, didn't you get all those shots in boot camp? Like, why is this one any different? All right, you guys, this, I mean, there's obvious reasons why this one is different. Hello, it's completely politicized. If you would do your own research and just look at the FDA's website, and the CDC's website, you will see that the numbers have been skewed from the beginning. This virus, you guys, and I'm gonna scream this from the rooftops, this virus has a 99.9% survival rate. That means that your chances, excuse me, of surviving this virus, if you get it, are almost 100%. And if you look at the data and the statistics, the majority, of the people that have succumbed to this virus are people with pre-existing conditions. So this is just insanity that we are under this, I would say this spirit of confusion in our nation. This spirit of fear has crippled us and made it to where we are unable to go and research and have half a brain for ourselves to see what is really going on here. I don't know about you guys, but I no longer trust the CDC. I no longer trust the FDA. I sure as heck don't trust Dr. Fauci. That man has changed his mind a million and one times. He has gone back and forth on what he has said throughout this whole pandemic. It is just ridiculous that we would ever take any guidance from that man. 
With that being said, um, I also want to say we also respect and honor those that have chosen to get this vaccine. Look, we are pro-choice when it comes to mandated vaccines. We are pro-choice 100%, okay? If you've done the research for yourself and your family and you feel that it's best for you guys to get this experimental vaccine, then I support that and I honor that because that's your body. That is your body and you have every right as an American citizen to make that choice. And I would say no matter where you are in the world, unfortunately, there are a lot of countries where you don't have the liberties to choose like we do here in America. And I don't agree with that. It is your body. I think the second that we start allowing someone to tell us what we can inject into our veins, um, we're done. We're completely done and we no longer have the freedom over our own bodies. So we have to protect that. It is sacred. So I respect your decision. I honor your decision if you are someone that has been vaccinated. So please don't hear me coming down on you um, in judgment or ridicule for the decision you've made. That's not what this is about. What this is about is my pursuit and passion to make sure that I am offered the same opportunity and respect and honor that you have in choosing not to get the vaccine. You got to choose for your body. I should get to choose for my body. Nobody should tell me what I should inject into my veins. And it's over my dead body that someone injects anything into me or my children. Hello. All right, I'm gonna do the best I can to get this information out to you guys. Again, I, um, I you guys know me, I am a homesteading, homeschooling, um, high school graduate over here, okay? So there's a lot of um, terminology on the FDA's website. I think it's extremely confusing. And I feel like it's almost in an effort to, to confuse us, right? Like it makes it complicated to understand any of this. So we just wanna, you know, do whatever Dr. Fauci says or do whatever our doctor's telling us is best for our bodies and the entire culture, what they're telling us is best for our bodies. Because if you dare to go and look yourself, you guys, you're gonna spend countless hours digging and researching I literally had to Google words and look things up that I didn't understand, okay? So they make it hard so that you won't go and have a half a brain and go search this stuff for yourself. But I encourage you to do that. I was up the other night until 2.30 in the morning. I was on the FDA's website for four hours researching this very issue that I'm going to share with you guys today. Because Joe is in the military and they are now mandating this for all sailors, troops, everything, right? Um, because it's quote unquote FDA approved, right? So it's now been mandated for not just military, but some healthcare workers, teachers, and just other small businesses and other businesses out there that are requiring their employees to be vaccinated or they will get fired. You guys, can we just, can we just take this in and realize what is happening here? This is insanity. So with our beliefs and our convictions as Christians, we are not getting this vaccine. Um, when we got vaccines back in the day, when I got my children vaccinated, you guys, I was young, I was naive, I didn't know better, and honestly, I just didn't care. If my doctor said do something, I did it, and I didn't question him. I had no clue what they were injecting into my arm in boot camp. 
I sure as heck didn't know what the ingredients were or how it was formulated. I didn't know anything about that. I was very impressionable back then. They told me I had to do it. I didn't ask questions. I just did it. They told me my children needed it. It was for their best interest. I didn't ask questions. I just did it. Unfortunately, the state of our nation and with this ridiculous administration that is in our White House right now, I don't even trust our government anymore. So I have a right to change my mind as a, as a human, as a human being, as an American citizen. Did I get them back then? Yes. Was I okay with it then? Yes. Am I now? No, I am not. And I'm not saying that I won't get vaccines in the future. I'm just saying now, the person I am today, the, the maturity that I've gained over the years, I will do my research and I will see what the ingredients are. I will look and see how it is formulated. I will look and see what the statistics and the data is on the studies and the effects of the vaccine before I just take someone's word for it and inject it into my body because they say it's best for me. So that's the difference there. Now, I will tell you guys, um, my, our stance on this vaccine, the way that I'm feeling right now, how politicized this is and the aggressive nature of how they are shoving this vaccine down everybody's throat. I mean, you guys, they're offering a $100 incentive to people that will get this vaccine. They're doing vaccine lotteries. <laughs> this is crazy. If we, It's not an effort to protect our nation. It's not an effort to fully vaccinate everybody and save lives because the numbers just don't support that. So it's just insane to me what the, the depths and the lengths that they're going to to get this population vaccinated with this COVID vaccine. I have met and heard a lot of people. I actually have a friend now that uh, is in the Coast Guard that is currently positive with COVID. And this is actually the first time since this entire pandemic started that I can say I now know someone that has COVID-19. I've heard from so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so that their friend's granddaddy had it or that so-and-so's neighbor's daughter had it. You know, I have heard that for what, almost 18 months now. People have gotten it. People have died from it. I'm not, I am not here to argue the uh, validity that this is a real virus and that people have died. I'm not saying that. I do think that they are making this out to be way more than it is. And you can go look at the numbers yourself and see that that is a fact. But I now actually know somebody that um, has COVID-19. And he told me that, you know, the first couple to a few days sucked. He was like, major headache, loss of taste, loss of smell. I felt totally weak. I had no energy, yada, yada. And he was like, by the third or fourth day, though, I, was, I felt completely normal. So he is currently still on the recovery from COVID-19 and is out there barbecuing. He feels fine. If you guys listen to Heidi St. John's podcast, Off the Bench, um, I recommend you listen to that if you're not already. She just got over COVID-19. And said the same thing. She said, if this, if this had come on to me a few years ago before COVID came out, I would have just thought I had a bad case of the flu. She said, I hunkered down. I drank lots of fluids. I drank chicken soup. I slept. And she got through it just fine. You guys, it is fear-mongering what the government is doing right now. The FDA, Dr. Fauci, all of them. Drink water. Take your vitamins. Be smart. Wash your hands. Don't lick the freaking swing set at the park. I mean, come on. 
So we, our body as Christians is a temple of Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us that we are to hold our bodies holy and protect them because they are the temple of God. The Bible says that. So when you're looking at taking drugs or, you know, consuming a ton of alcohol and getting drunk all the time or, you know, things like that, you guys, we're not supposed to be doing that because that's damaging to our bodies. And this is not our body. This is Jesus Christ's body. And we're to protect this body and take care of it because it is the temple of God. So with this vaccine, that's quote unquote approved now, which this is, we're going to talk about that just a minute. You guys, please, please, please pay attention when I'm going to tell you, take notes, listen to the podcast over and over again if you have to, and share this with everybody you know, because we have to get the word out about what I'm going to tell you guys in a minute. You guys, there is not enough runtime on this vaccine for me to feel comfortable and safe putting this into my body or the bodies of my children. There just isn't. As of this recording, we are in September, uh, the beginning of September 2021. They didn't start administering these vaccines until December of 2020. So you're looking at, what, eight months, nine months that they've been administering this vaccine? How, how can they? I heard Dr. Fauci talking about... Uh, you know, the effectiveness of this vaccine after a year. How can you even speak to that when we haven't been administering this vaccine for even 10 months yet? There is not enough runtime or data for me to feel comfortable enough putting this into my body. So as a temple of God, I cannot in good conscience, take this vaccine right now. Now, if, if this was like all the other vaccines we've ever gotten that had runtime and had data and statistics to back, back up its effectiveness and the safety of it, then possibly, possibly we would be willing to take it. But that's just not the case with this vaccine. You guys, if you look at the FDA's website, there are so many side effects to this vaccine. So many. You have people that have taken this vaccine and have complete paralysis from the chest down, like immediately. Cannot wiggle their toes. Cannot. They are literally laid up in a bed in a hospital. I'm not making this up. You guys can go check the data for yourself. What about the young 18-year-old girl that got the vaccine? and immediately developed blood clots in her brain and had to undergo three brain surgeries and is sitting on life support in a feeding tube. 18 years old, just starting her life out. Healthy individual, but was made to feel so scared of a virus with a 99.9% survival rate that she risked her life and took an experimental vaccine that changed her life and will possibly take her life. It's not worth it. I will take my chances. No, thank you. Make some extra sauerkraut. Get your gut healthy because your gut is what's going to determine how strong your immune system is. I mean, for goodness sake, I cannot take this vaccine until we have more data and information on it. I just can't do that. You guys, I went to the CDC's website yesterday and I wanted to see how many deaths there have been from the vaccine. Now, it's, it's funny because the CDC 
starts the paragraph about the deaths with how many doses have been administered as of now, which is what, 300 and something million doses. So they started off with how many doses have been administered, and then they back it up with um, there's been 6,900 and something deaths. Almost 7,000 people have died from getting this vaccination. You guys, this is, th there's no need for that. If, if this was like the polio pandemic and people were out there dropping like flies on the street, like the freaking zombie apocalypse or something going on, then maybe I'd be willing to risk taking this vaccine. You know, you got to outweigh the benefits from the, the risks, right? But with the virus, with the survival rate that this virus has, and how many people are recovering just fine from, from getting it, and a lot of people that get it that are asymptomatic, they don't even have symptoms. No, thank you. And it makes my blood boil when I hear people say about these adverse side effects that people are suffering from, or even these deaths which I'm not making this up. This is on the CDC's website. You can go look it up for yourself. It makes my blood boil when I hear people say, oh, but that's just, you know, seven in a million. Or, I mean, gosh, that's 7,000. You know, they put out these numbers. Like, it's just 7,000 people out of 300 and something million doses. I mean, this, the, the statistics are, you know, really low. Go tell that to that 18-year-old that's sitting on life support. How dare anybody undervalue someone's life as a statistic? That irritates me to no end. Go tell that to the loved one whose family member was perfectly healthy, went and got a vaccine that her government said she needed to go get it, and now she needs to go get it or she's going to be fired or not be able to feed her kids, and then turn around and died from it. Go tell that to her family, that it's just 7,300 million doses. How cold and insensitive can we be? If there's even one death or adverse side effect, there's a risk. And being that there's a risk, we should have a choice. We should have a choice. So that's one reason that we're not getting this vaccine because I do not feel safe putting this into our bodies. And being that our bodies are a temple of God and we are to protect our bodies and honor the Lord with our bodies, I think it's dangerous. It is potentially dangerous. And I'm not going to put my family at risk like that. The other reason is because these vaccines were tested on aborted fetal tissues. People say, oh, but there's no fetal tissues in the vaccine. So, you know, what's the problem? The problem is, Christians, abortion is murder. Amen? I don't care what circumstance you have. Abortion is murder. You've got all these people out there talking about, well, what if the, the woman was raped and she doesn't want the baby? I understand that. That would be extremely difficult. I can't even imagine going through something like that. Having such a heinous, horrific crime committed against me, and then I've got this child growing inside of me for my perpetrator, that sounds awful. But you know what? It's not the baby's fault. 
There are so many families that cannot have children that would love that baby and give him a good home and a good life. You need to put that baby up for adoption. Just because we were wronged doesn't give us the right to turn around and murder an innocent human life. My mom used to always tell me and my brothers growing up when we would fight, two wrongs don't make a right. (laughs) And it used to make me crazy. And for a long time, I had no clue what that even meant. But now I understand it. You know, my brother whacked me in the head with a ball. I turn around and whacked him back. My mom's like, you should have come and told me and I would have disciplined him. You had no right to put your hands on your brother. And I'm like, but he hit me first. She's like, two wrongs don't make a right. It's the same thing applies here. So as a Christian, it is so wrong, the thought of murdering these innocent babies. It is a sin. And God does not condone this. So I cannot condone this. And if I go take a vaccine that either has fetal tissues, aborted fetal tissues in it, or was even tested and they used aborted fetal tissues, to make the vaccine, it is still condoning that sin. It's enabling it. It's saying, I accept it on some level and I do not. Some baby or babies out there at some point were murdered and their body tissues were used for the testing of these vaccines. That is not okay. I cannot say, oh, but it's for the greater good and it's going to save so many lives. So now we're okay with murdering one life to possibly save others? That is hypocrisy at its finest, my friends. I cannot, Joe cannot, And we will not compromise our spiritual standing and our walk with our God for a vaccine that man is telling us we have to take. This is where the rubber meets the road, you guys. This is where you find out what you really stand for. Because everybody said they can't mandate the the masks. That's ridiculous. They'll know that's just conspiracy. They'll never do that. Well, they did. And they still are. And what do we see? No mask, no service. I can't tell you the confrontations I've had during this pandemic and had to actually walk out of businesses because they refused to serve me if I would not put a freaking face diaper on. And then, oh, they can't mandate a vaccine. What about HIPAA? What about our rights? What about our, it's our bodies. No, that's conspiracy. They could never, ever do that. And here we are. They are mandating this vaccine, this experimental vaccine. We are not too far from, my friends, and it is a not a far-fetched idea that we're going to get to the point where it's no vaccine, no service. There may come a point where you can't get into the grocery store and go buy formula for your baby unless you have a vaccine passport and can prove your vaccination status. It's already happening in New York, in California, and all over the country. 
It's already happening. So I could go on and on, you guys, about why our family is not getting this vaccine. But the point of this show today was for me to share some information with you that um, came to me. I don't even remember how. I think actually Joe was doing some research and uh, sent this to me because we've been doing a lot of research and working on his memorandum for his religious exemption to submit to the Coast Guard. So when I tell you we have been knee deep in the CDC and FDA's website, we have been knee deep because I want to back this religious exemption with all the facts that I possibly can. So you guys, this is the part of the show where I really need you to pay attention and grab a piece of paper and take some notes or go back and listen to this again later if it's a little confusing to you, okay? But what I'm going to do is give you a high level in a nutshell what this issue is, and then I'm going to read you guys a couple things. Now, I highly encourage you to go to the CDC and the FDA's, uh, mainly the FDA's website on this and research it so that you don't just take my word for it, okay? I don't want you to take my word for it. I want you to find out and know for yourself so that you know within your heart what is fact and what is not. Don't ever listen to anybody else on anything. You guys got to find out for yourselves, all right? But I am going to try to make it a little bit easier for you. I'm going to include links in the show notes for today's podcast show that will take you straight to these documents that I'm talking to you about on the FDA's website. All right, in a nutshell, this is the issue. Since the pandemic, when they started these vaccines, we've heard of three vaccines. We've heard of Johnson & Johnson, Moderna, and Pfizer, correct? So for me, I don't know about you, I'm like, okay, there's three vaccines out there right now that have been authorized by the FDA under an emergency use authorization. They've been, you know, quote unquote, diligently working to get the testing and data and all this stuff to the FDA so that they can get these fully approved. But up until last week, we had three vaccines that were available under emergency use authorization. What happened last week? The headlines everywhere, our own president, if you can call him that, came out and announced this fully FDA-approved Pfizer vaccine, right? And then what happened after that? Immediately, uh, companies and businesses and even the military, the Pentagon came out two days later, if it was even two days, it might have even been the next day, with the immediate vaccine mandate for all military members. They, didn't, they sure didn't wait. As soon as they got that FDA approval, they were mandating it because they know under emergency use authorization, you cannot mandate someone to take a vaccine or to be a part of an experiment. It is against the law. Now, the Pfizer vaccine, some of you may not know this, there is two of them, okay? So all this time, we thought there was a Moderna vaccine, a Johnson & Johnson, and a Pfizer true, but the Pfizer, there is actually two vaccines that are separate and distinctly different vaccines. I did not know at all. I thought there was one vaccine. And for what reason did the um, these companies go out and start working on and generating this completely different second vaccine? I have no clue, but they did. Now, the two vaccines, the one that has been being administered to the public, 
the last eight or nine months under the emergency use authorization is the BioNTech vaccine, the Pfizer BioNTech BioNTech B I O N T E C H. Okay, the BioNTech vaccine. That is the one that has been used for Pfizer under the emergency use authorization. You got to remember these names, okay? So you've got that one and the one that was actually approved by the FDA last week, which none of us have ever heard of, which is the Comirnaty vaccine. C-O-M-I-R-N-A-T-Y. Here's the kicker, you guys. And I'm not making this up. I'm going to link this. I'm about to read some stuff to you right now. <clears throat> In the FDA's own approval letter, they state that the now fully approved community vaccine is not even available for distribution within the United States. They don't even have it in stock to administer to the public in the U.S. It's approved, but we don't have any of it. So if we don't have any of the fully FDA-approved vaccine that was just announced all over the headlines last week, what exactly is being administered to the public under these mandates? We have thousands upon thousands of people in the last week and a half that have gone and rolled up their sleeves and taken an injection that they thought they had to take. They thought they had no choice or they were going to get fired or separated from the military and wouldn't be able to feed their families. They have been sitting down, rolling up their sleeves and taking this shot under the guise that it is fully FDA approved and they have no choice. When in fact, what's been put into their arms is not the FDA approved vaccine. It is the BioNTech vaccine, which is only available still under emergency use authorization. It is illegal. At this point, for anybody in our country, military or not, to be requiring you to be a part of an experiment, it is illegal. With emergency use vaccinations, you have the right to refuse. It is an option. And like I said earlier, if you want to be a part of that experiment, my goodness, my friend, that is your choice. It is your body. But for those of us that don't want to be, we should be able to refuse. So literally, the FDA, our own president, the news outlets, jumped on the mandated vaccine bandwagon as soon as this came out last week without even reading the fine print and doing their homework. I'm not making this up, you guys, all right? Now, the FDA approval letter on the community vaccine, it says that these two vaccines the BioNTech and the community are and can be used interchangeably, right? Can be used interchangeably, but that they have distinct differences. That is straight from the FDA's website. I'm going to link it for you guys so that you can see this for yourself. Being that so a lot of people are saying, oh, no, no, it's just been rebranded with a new name. The BioNTech has been branded with a new name called Comirnaty. No, 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 no. No, it has not. Go to the FDA's website. There are two separate vaccines. That's why one is FDA approved and one is not. 
One is still only available under emergency use authorization, so don't get confused. Just because they say they can be used interchangeably, they also, in the same exact paragraph, say that they are distinct and different. Don't be confused, you guys, okay? Listen to the words, listen to the lingo that they're using, and don't be confused. You've gotta go through it with a fine tooth comb. Now, the FDA's letter also says that while the approved uh, community vaccine is not available for distribution in the U.S., the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine, however, we've got a plethora of inventory of that. So let's just kick that out to the public under this uh, illusion of FDA approval, even though that one's not really the one that's FDA approved. That is what is taking place right now in our country. I have a good friend that works in the Coast Guard, and um, she is in the medical field. She is actually one of the ones that has been administering the vaccines to um, the members that come into their office. She is of the stance that our family is. She does not want to get the vaccine, um, and she's in medical, you guys. She's being berated by everyone around her on a daily basis to get this vaccine, even being guilted in and saying that she's endangering the lives of her children because she's refusing to get this vaccine. So this friend of mine, I sent her this information as soon as I read the article about it because what's crazy, you guys, is they, this isn't a secret. Um, they There's a lot of people that actually know about this uh, confusing FDA approval that's taken place and how Americans are being deceived right now. There are articles out there. There are law firms that have confirmed that this is actually true. Why don't we see it on the media? We, we're not seeing this anywhere. All we see is Afghanistan and the botched withdrawal from Afghanistan, which should have attention, rightfully so. But I feel like um, part of that is they're using Afghanistan and what happened and what's happening with Afghanistan to take the attention away from what's going on in our own backyard. So I asked my friend that is in the military that works in medical if she could look at the vials that are being administered and see what they say on the vial. Because if you are given a vaccine, you guys have a right to ask to see the vial. If the vial says community, then you are taking a fully FDA-approved vaccine. If the vial says Pfizer-BioNTech, you're taking a vaccine that is not approved by the FDA and is still only available under emergency use authorization, which means it is still experimental, which means you still have the right to refuse. So. My heart dropped when she sent me photos of the very vials that they are administering today, that they've been administering, that they, you know, all these people that have gone in this last week and a half that thought they had no choice and they had to get it. You guys, it's the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. It is not the approved community vaccine. It couldn't be because we don't have that even available to distribute in the U.S., how come nobody is screaming from the rooftops about this? This is illegal. This is betrayal from our government and our FDA and the top people that we're supposed to trust. And it's all being kept with a lid on it right now. I don't know how it's possible that this is not out there 
uh, making mainstream media and I don't know why the FDA is not being held accountable. I don't understand, but all I know is as of today, it is Friday, September 3rd. We are now in almost two weeks of mandated vaccines for all military and a lot of other people in our nation. These people are rolling their sleeves up every day, taking this shot, thinking it's approved by the FDA and it is not. So if you have a family member that is in the situation of making the decision of taking a vaccine or being fired, you need to share this information with them immediately because it is illegal. It cannot be mandated at this point because the one that we do have to administer is not fully FDA approved. Now, I'm going to read um, something to you guys. Senator, uh, Senator Ron Johnson. Um, just wrote a letter last week to the FDA. Uh, the letter was dated August 26, 2020, which was, um, you know, I can't remember exactly. It was either the day of this uh, FDA approval or shortly after. He wrote a letter to the FDA demanding answers. So this isn't, this isn't a conspiracy, you guys. This isn't me just coming on here because I don't want this vaccine trying to make up a story. I'm going to read this letter to you, okay? It's quite convicting and it explains everything that we just talked about. So he writes the letter to the Commissioner Woodcock uh, of the FDA and it says on August 23rd, 2021, the FDA reissued the emergency use authorization for the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. This vaccine is currently available and used in the U.S. At the same time, the FDA announced its approval of the Biologies License application submitted by BioNTech Manufacturing for the Comirnaty COVID-19 vaccine against COVID-19 for individuals 16 years of age or older. According to the FDA, there is, and he's got quotes here because this is in the FDA's approval letter, there is not sufficient approved vaccine Comirnaty available for distribution in the U.S. In the letter that reissued the EUA, which is the emergency use authorization for the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine, the FDA stated that Comirnaty and the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccines are legally distinct with certain differences that do not impact safety or effectiveness. For me, you guys, let me pause really quick. For me, whether the um, interchangeability of these vaccines affecting safety or effectiveness m makes no difference to me. I don't care. It's the fact that there are two different vaccines and one is approved and one is not. That is the issue. So going on to read, it says, that statement together with the fact that the FDA issued two distinct letters one extending the EUA, Emergency Use Authorization, for the vaccine used in the U.S., and the other granting the FDA approval of the community vaccine used in Europe and other countries, has caused a great deal of confusion. As I stated to you in my letter dated August 22, 2021, in quotes, I see no data to rush the FDA approval process for any of the three COVID vaccines. Expediting the process appears to only serve the political purpose of imposing and enforcing vaccine mandates. Because the FDA-approved community vaccine is not generally available in the U.S., but the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine will continue to be used in the U.S. under a reissued EUA, the FDA seems to be confirming my suspicions. 
And then he goes on to say, on the next page, in order to address the confusion created by the FDA's August 23rd, 2021 letters, I am asking that you expeditiously provide answers to the following questions. Number one, why didn't the FDA grant full licensure for the Pfizer Binotech vaccine that is in use and available in the US? You guys, ask yourself this question. Why in the world would the FDA approve the community vaccine that we don't even have available to use in our country? But they won't approve the Pfizer Biontech, I can never say that right, the Pfizer Biontech vaccine, the one that's being administered and has been being administered for eight or nine months now, they didn't approve that one. They wouldn't approve one that we don't even use in our country yet. Does that make any sense? No, it doesn't. Number two, how are the community and Pfizer Biontech vaccines legally distinct? And what are the quote unquote certain differences? We have a right to know, you guys. Those are words pulled straight from the FDA's approval letter. The two vaccines are legally distinct and they have certain differences. We have a right to know before we inject anything in our bodies, right? Number three, there is no doubt that the FDA's action will lead to more vaccine mandates and increased pressure on those currently choosing not to get vaccinated. Your letter to Pfizer suggests that there is not sufficient approved vaccine available for distribution. Is there sufficient supply in the U.S. of the community vaccine to ensure that those being vaccinated under mandates will be receiving the FDA-approved version? Or is it more likely or certain that they will be vaccinated using the vaccine administered under the emergency use authorization? They are deceiving America. They are tricking you guys into taking a vaccine, making you think it's the one that's fully FDA approved, and it is not. You have the choice to refuse an experimental vaccine. Number four, if there is insufficient supply of community vaccines for those succumbing to the coercion of mandates, isn't the FDA de facto endorsing vaccine mandates utilizing EUA vaccines? Number five, will individuals who receive either vaccine be afforded the same legal protections if they are injured by the vaccine? If not, why not? Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin ends his letter to the FDA last week by saying, I look forward to receiving a response to this limited number of questions no later than August 30th, 2021. Your answers are crucial to Americans who will now be forced into making potentially life-altering decisions in response to the employer, military, and educational mandates that your August 23rd, 2021 letters have triggered. I will also be sending you a more detailed follow-up letter to your inadequate response to my August 22nd, 2021 letter in the next few days. Sincerely, Ron Johnson, U.S. Senator. So Mr. Johnson ain't messing around, okay? He's like, I want answers and I want answers now. Now, did he ever get a response to uh, that letter? I don't know. I don't know. I will tell you guys in the last three days, I have spent hours emailing my senators and my representatives here in Virginia with this information, demanding somebody look into this and demanding that the FDA be held accountable. 
and demanding that all vaccine mandates are put to a stop until we have a fully approved FDA vaccine in the United States. One that's available to be administered in the United States, which we do not have. I also sent this information to 11 of the top news agencies. And do you know, I have heard nothing, not even from my representatives here in Virginia. But I'm not surprised. We're a democratic state. So what I'm trying to share with them goes against the narrative, right? So I will continue to hound them and nag them because that's what I do best. I even called the FDA and left a message for them demanding answers, demanding that they address the public and inform them clearly of the difference between these two vaccines and inform them that the one that was approved by them last week is not even available in our country so that what these people are getting is not a fully approved version and they can refuse this vaccine. Now, I started this podcast by telling you guys I am not a doctor, right? I'm, I'm just a mama on fire for what I feel is a massive injustice going on. Um, when they say this, these vaccines can be used interchangeably, I did look at the ingredient list on the FDA's website for both the BioNTech and Comirnaty vaccine. I am no medical scholar, but I will tell you that the, um, there is a difference in the ingredients. One of them has like 10 ingredients listed and one of them has like 13 or 14 ingredients listed. So they are very distinctly different. And furthermore, you guys, did you know, this is um, very chilling to me. It actually sends a shiver down my spine, okay? And again, I'm not making this up. This is right on the FDA's website. Did you know that one of the ingredients in these vaccines is a genetically modified ingredient that goes into your body and quote unquote instructs, this is the FDA's lingo, not mine, it instructs your body to produce proteins, which causes an immune response, which is supposedly what is going to, you know, keep you from getting COVID or whatever. The thought of a genetically modified ingredient hmm, going into my body, yeah, no, I, I don't like that, okay? I don't, I, I don't even eat genetically modified foods if I can help it, hence, hence our homestead and what we do with our garden and raising our own meat and butchering our own meat. Um, it's terrifying. We don't know the long-term effects. The FDA's approval letter for the, these vaccines, uh, excuse me, for the vaccine that was approved, the community. And even the others that are still emergency use, like the Johnson & Johnson and Moderna, the FDA flat out says, in black and white, we do not at this time know the long-term effects of these vaccines. How could they, you guys? We haven't even been issuing these vaccines for a year. This is dangerous, and it's reckless when we're looking at a virus with a 99.9% .9 survival rate. So, I mean, genetically modified ingredients. Now, there's a lot of concern. A lot of medical professionals, highly respected medical professionals are, are waving the flag on this saying, hey, wait a minute, you know, this genetically modified ingredient, I mean, what, what happens to that, you know, when all is said and done? Could that affect our DNA? Could that, like, all of these questions that are unanswered as of yet. And the FDA's response is, don't worry about the genetically modified ingredient because after it's done, after some time, quote, 
some time. They don't even give a time frame because they probably don't even know. But it says after some time, this genetically modified ingredient breaks down in your body and works its way out. No problem. No big deal. Don't be scared. <laughs> what? How do you know? How do you know it breaks down and works its way out of your body? We've only been administering these vaccines for, for eight or nine months now. That's terrifying. So you guys, check, that, check out the FDA's website. Look at the ingredients. Research this genetically modified ingredient that is being injected into your veins. And make the best decision for yourself. But I wanted to get this message out immediately to you guys because it's not being uh, told in the news headlines. And I know so many of you have reached out to me and you're in the same boat that my family is with Joe being in the military and being mandated to take a vaccine that is not as of yet fully approved by the FDA. Now, I want to share with you guys really quickly, um, just to put your mind at ease on the fact that you do have a right to refuse an emergency use vaccine, an experimental vaccine, okay? Under U.S. law, this is illegal to mandate anybody to be a part of an experiment. You have a right to refuse this vaccine if the vial says that it is the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine and not the fully FDA-approved community vaccine. Emergency use products are experimental under U.S. law. Both the Nuremberg Code and federal regulations provide that no one can force a human being to participate in this experiment. This is under 21 U.S. Code, Section 360 BBB. And I'm going to read to you just a little bit from that U.S. law that prohibits anybody from requiring you to take an experimental vaccine that is not fully FDA approved. All right. Appropriate conditions designed to ensure that individuals to whom the product is administered are informed, one, that the secretary has authorized the emergency use of the product. Okay, so this is, this is what they're required to do if you're taking an experimental vaccine, okay? Number two, they have to be notified of the significant known and potential side effects. Number three, this is the big one, you guys. They have to be made known of the option to accept or refuse administration of the product of the consequences, if any, of refusing administration of the product and of the alternatives to the product that are available and of their benefits and risks. Under emergency use authorization, you have the option to accept or refuse administration of this product. I am going to link the U.S. code for you so that you've got the actual law in your hands. I'm going to link the FDA's approval letter of the community vaccine. You guys, we have to take a stand. We have to say no more. Look, you need to be able to sleep at night, right? You need to be able to sleep at night knowing that you did not bend and conform to something that you didn't agree with, something that went against your values and principles, or maybe it just went against your mama gut. Hello? You guys, it's not, it's not just 
the uh, how politicized this pandemic has been, something in my mama gut does not feel right about this vaccine, about this COVID pandemic, about this administration sitting in our White House. Something does not feel right. And God gives us those instincts for a reason, so don't ignore them. You've got to listen to them, you guys. And sometimes you might be the only one. Wherever you're at, in your circle, in your workplace, in your family, you might be the only one that's like, you know, uh, something doesn't feel right here. So until I can feel right about it, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Thank you, but no thank you. You've got to pray and ask God for the courage of a lion. Okay, for the courage that Daniel had, for the courage that Paul had as he was persecuted for years as he tried to spread the gospel. You've got to pray to have courage and be willing to be persecuted for being different. You guys, the path is narrow and few will find it, the Bible says. The path is large that everybody's going down because that's the easy path. If you're going in the same direction as everybody else, you should stop and ask yourself why. Because I would present to you that if you're not feeling some kind of opposition in your life or some kind of pushback, if your life is just easy, that might be a problem. Sometimes, most of the time, Doing what feels easy and isn't as hard isn't always the right thing. And I want to comfort you and encourage you today, my friends, my fellow Christians, you're not alone. You have somebody over here in the United States that feels the same way you do. And we're going to get through this together. Please share this podcast with everyone you know. You guys, share this on your social media because that's the only way as of right now that it's going to get out. I'm also going to link a, a couple news articles. Um, actually, I don't think they're news articles. They're from some of the law firms that uh, in, are investigating this very issue. So I'm going to link them for you because it's got all the information there, all the references to the U.S. code, all the references to the FDA approval letter. It's got everything in there. So you guys will be completely armed with this information. But as of right now, we do not have an FDA-approved vaccine for COVID that is available for distribution in the United States. You have a right to refuse the vaccine. I don't care if you've got to put a copy of the FDA's approval letter in your pocket and take it to your employer and say, I demand exemption from this ridiculous mandate because the vaccine that is given out right now is not approved by the FDA. You guys, you got to stand up and you got to push back. It's not easy. I think of my sweet friend that works in medical in the military. She is surrounded by medical professionals that are making her feel like she is stupid. She's making the wrong decision. She's endangering the lives of her children. You guys, what does the Lord tell us whenever we're trying to be discerning and have wisdom about what is right and what is wrong, whether it's a person that we are considering allowing into our space or not, whether it's a relationship, whether it's uh, something that's happening in our culture, we have to look at the fruit. 
You can look at a tree and tell by the fruit of that tree if it is good or bad. What is the fruit of COVID-19? What is the fruit of this administration in our White House? What is the fruit of this vaccine? Depression, anxiety, fear, strife, families turning against families. The fruit of this is rotten on its face, you guys. Stay strong, my friends. Stay in your word. Be informed. I'll make sure to link everything for you here in the podcast show notes. And I just want to thank you for hanging out with me today, um, letting me get all of this out to you guys. And again, please, please, please be sure uh, to share this with your friends so that we can inform as many people as possible. If you guys want to reach out to me directly, you can do that anytime. You can email me at blessedandbeautifulhomestead at gmail.com. I'm over on Instagram and Facebook under Blessed and Beautiful Homestead. And you can also check out my YouTube channel if you want. Also, Blessed and Beautiful Homestead. Until next time, you guys, stay blessed. And I will see you on the next podcast show.